Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode, the Better Late Than Never episode of Under the Covers with Eve. It's Tuesday, December 15th, and I missed Sunday's recording because I've been down with a cold for more than a week. I still don't really have my voice back to where I want it, but I really wanted to start recording again, so forgive me if this is a little rough. So recently, I posted a survey in which I asked four questions about creating erotic audio. It was aimed at men, as is um, the rest of this audio, but certainly most of the points can be relevant to women too. I wanted to know whether listeners really wanted to make erotic audio and what might be stopping them if they did. So based on the results, and thank you, by the way, to everyone who answered, I did get a lot of responses. Based on the results, I've broken down the discussion into a few key points. These are just my thoughts on each issue. It's not meant to be a pressure-filled thing. So, you know, let me just say this from the outset. If you never want to make an erotic audio, that's totally fine. You don't ever have to. This audio is just for those of you who are intrigued, um, who have some small desire to start recording, but maybe you have some serious reservations. Okay, so... In no particular order, let's look at the reasons that people gave for not wanting to record. You don't like your voice. Okay, you may be surprised to know that almost everyone feels this way about their own voice. It's the same thing seeing yourself on, on film. Most people hate the way they look in photos. There must be some psychology to this because it's so universal and it's so inaccurate. I would guess that 99% of people have voices that are just fine for erotic audio. I mean, maybe if you're Gilbert Gottfried, you might want to give it a miss. Although I have heard that, he, that he's done a reading of Fifty Shades of Grey, which just, oh my god, I can't even imagine. Um, but beyond that, I can almost guarantee that you are fine. Um, the thing to remember about this is that you're not auditioning for a radio job or the inner world voiceover slot or anything like that, you know. Erotic audio is primarily and overwhelmingly about sharing an intimate experience with other people. So while you may hear girls getting all damp about a guy's accent or, or voice, the truth is, much of the time, it's just that the performer sounds like a man. And that gets us girls going. <laughs> I know it does for me. Just hearing a male voice saying sexy things is a turn-on. doesn't matter the accent or the quality of the voice. Sometimes it's just the way a man laughs, or even just the way he breathes, believe it or not, that can get my girl parts all happy. So, please, if you're a guy, you're fine, <laughs> okay? I'm going to recommend you try something if you're really concerned about this. I know that most straight men don't like to listen to male performers. So, I'm going to suggest that you choose a few male posters who have recorded scripts. In other words, something with a story and a setup. And just listen to the first 20 or 30 seconds of their audio, just to hear what their voices sound like. Very few scripted audios have uh, what I call sucky-fucky <laughs> within the first 30 seconds. So you won't be subjected to uh, man moans, if that would just ruin your day to hear. What you'll hear is just a regular guy talking, and it'll give you an idea of the kinds of voices that are out there. And I bet you'll find most men sound pretty much like you do. And once you've heard enough of these, 
you'll see that you don't need to worry about the quality of your voice. Also keep in mind, you won't be the one listening to it. So it really doesn't matter all that much if you don't like your voice. The key should be, do women like your voice? And for everyone, almost always, the answer is yes. Okay, the next point. I'm afraid no one will like it. This is a tough one, because of course there are no absolute guarantees that anyone will like your audios. But I can say with some certainty that someone will. Especially in a place like GWA or Literotica or other erotic audio sites. As I've mentioned in the episode about lurking, you will get downvotes, and you have to ignore them. Okay, that's just the way it goes. Don't let some idiot anonymously downvoting you stop you from exploring erotic audio. In fact, you can look at it this way. Downvoting means someone thinks you're so good that they're seething with jealousy and have to try to bring you down, because even they know how good you are. We should all be thrilled when we see a bunch of downvotes. We should think, yes, awesome, somebody hates me this much? I must have just rocked this audio. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a way of acknowledging that you must have really gotten under someone's skin if they have to go to the trouble of finding the backdoor way of downvoting you. It tells you more about their state of mind than anything about, you know, your value. Because honestly, if your audio really wasn't any good, someone would just turn it off and move on. They would not go to great lengths to downvote you. Now, if you don't get too many upvotes or comments, again, this is something I wish I could fix. I wish I could really encourage more people to comment and upvote. But even if you don't get many, look at the number of plays that your audio has received. You will be quite surprised at how many people have listened to your audio, even if only a few of them or none of them say anything about it. Also, try to figure out what you yourself mean by someone liking it. I mean, what does it mean to you? Do you want tons of praise and offers of Skype sex? Or do you just want people to listen and enjoy? Maybe make a comment or send you a nice PM. Decide what you would need to feel good about posting and focus on that. Remember that this is about liberating yourself more than anything, about challenging yourself, about doing something you like. And remember, too, that when you post an audio, that should not be the last of your involvement with the site that you submit to. You shouldn't sit there just waiting for the messages to come pouring in. When you post, that's a good time to go check out the new audios, welcome new posters, leave some comments, take part in a discussion going on at, at backstage or, or, or other places. In other words, become part of the neighborhood. Don't just post in silence and wait for the praise to roll in. The more people get to know you, the more they will want to listen to your audios and comment, and you'll build up a reputation from there. Some people are very active in discussions and don't post that often, but they are still really popular with the rest of the community. Okay, next point. English isn't your first language, and you're worried about your accent or your language skills. Okay, so a couple of things here. First of all, if you just perform someone else's script, they've written the language for you, essentially, so you don't need to worry about how good your English is. And secondly, ask yourself this. If a woman did an audio in your native language, would you care about her accent or any slip-ups she might make? <laughs> I'm thinking no. Um, French guys have told me that they find my mistakes and mispronunciations charming. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> that works for me. Um, women will feel the same way. 
about any mistakes you might make. In general, we love accents of all kinds. So it's actually a plus if you have an accent. And uh, just going back to the thing about other people writing scripts for you, I'm going to list some of my favorite erotic audio script writers in the description. So take a look at their scripts and see if anything inspires you. Okay, the next one. I'm shy. This one I can understand a bit more than the others. This was the most popular answer in the survey. I'll tell you a little personal anecdote and see if maybe this might help. For years, I was a writer of everything from journalism to nonfiction to fiction to, geez, everything. But I had always secretly wanted to write erotica. Romance novels sounds kind of cheesy. I really wanted to write passionate stories that featured really awesome sex. But even after having been a professional writer for years and a grown woman, I still found it difficult to start writing a sex scene. Somehow, even just typing out certain sentences was so foreign to me, something I had never imagined myself doing. It seemed so silly or something, so graphic to start dabbling in the vocabulary of dicks and pussies and licking and <laughs> penetration and stuff. And, you know, the first time I gave someone close to me my book to read, I was incredibly nervous. I mean, I was almost mortified, really. It took a long time for me to get more comfortable with the idea that I was writing out these words and scenarios. But when I finally got over it, I realized how much I had been censoring myself and how much better it felt not to do that anymore. A lot of us have our own reasons for feeling awkward or uncomfortable about sex. For some of us, it's our upbringing or maybe the strict moral values of our family or our culture. For others, there might have been some trauma in the past. Some people just feel vaguely embarrassed by sexual stuff and they don't even know why. It's likely because everything in our society tells us that sex is bad and filthy and anyone who likes it is a degenerate, you know, whatever your reason. Sexuality is just too important to your well-being to let it just wither away. Especially if you don't have a partner. You really have to nourish your sexual self while you're waiting. So shyness in real life is one thing, but there really isn't any reason to be shy when it comes to performing erotic audio. The main reason, of course, is that no one knows who you are or anything about you. You are really just a voice in the darkness and nothing more. So you can let loose a little and play with this side of yourself that you've never shown anyone before. That was a bit of a double entendre, I guess. <laughs> it's another occupational hazard is that you start to actually speak in innuendo all the time without even realizing it. Um, <laughs> I would say that if you want to be less shy in your real life, this is a great way to start. It's safe and anonymous, and it's completely under your control. You can stop contributing anytime you like. You know, you can just be a ghost if you want, popping in and out. A horny ghost who pops in to moan and groan for a bit and then disappears again. <laughs> also, um, communities like GWA, Literatic, and other places are very accepting and welcoming. We all know that noobs are shy, and, you know, we try to encourage you. You are not alone. All of us were nervous the first time we posted something. And many of us still have trouble putting ourselves out there. So, you know, just go with your shyness for now. Just feel shy and do it anyway. So, okay, next. Afraid of being found out. This was another common fear among potential posters. So here's the thing. 
think of it this way. In order for you to be found out by, say, somebody at work, something pretty unusual would have to happen. Erotic audio is relatively new. And even though there does seem to be a lot of subscribers to DWA, keep in mind that it's quite likely that only women will be actively listening to a male-for-female poster with enough frequency to be able to recognize a voice. So you cut your supposed risk in half right there. Okay, so only women might hear you. What are the chances that a woman in your work or school will not only be into erotic audio and be into GWA and have listened to your audios and be able to pick you out at work out of context? It seems pretty unlikely to me. Added to that, this woman would have to be ballsy enough to confront you about it. And considering that by doing so, she's actually outing herself <laughs> as a listener of erotic audio. I mean, she can hardly threaten you over this activity. She's, she's into it too, right? Otherwise, how would she have found you? Now, the more listeners you have, the more this could happen, of course. Um, but in my case, it's funny. I've had people say to me that I sound like a certain actress and... I'm not her. Or they'll say, hey, were you at a medical conference in San Antonio this weekend? I swear I met someone who sounded just like you. And nope, <laughs> not me. Sorry. I didn't even have to pretend it wasn't me. It really wasn't me. But you can always pretend it's not you. You can just deny it. How can they prove it's you? Bottom line, the chances of anyone recognizing you are remote. And even if they do, you know, you can either deny it and claim you don't even know what GWA is, or you could say, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm Lucky Licker 69. You want a custom audio? <laughs> because I wouldn't be surprised if someone who does ask you <laughs> if you are this guy is asking because she wants a little sugar. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, um, and for some people, imagining the worst case scenario might just reveal that the worst that could happen is someone could find out that you like to record sexy stuff. It's not the end of the world, is it? I myself have decided that if anyone ever does manage to come up to me and say, hey, aren't you Eve? I'm just going to go with it. I mean, why the hell not? Maybe you'll make a new friend. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, please don't let this be the reason that you don't record. Now, there are a handful of other reasons. You don't want to share something as intimate as masturbation and orgasm with the world. And that's okay. I hope you don't think that every audio you hear is a real self-love session with real orgasms. Some are, certainly, but not all. Some people just like performing. Some like acting. Some like just talking to someone to turn them on. There are so many different ways to express yourself through an audio that if you don't want to share your intimate sexuality with the world, you definitely don't have to. You could do nothing but readings and performances designed to turn women on and never share your own sexual response with the world. That's totally fine. Okay, so now there are some more logistical reasons why you might be hesitant to record some audio, so I'll just address the more common ones. Privacy is a big issue. I know this is a tough one, too. I know that no one wants to start moaning and carrying on when the neighbors or family can overhear. So one suggestion I've made to people, which does seem to work, is to record something in the car. Most people have a few minutes of silence and privacy in the car, if you have one. So just bring your phone and try recording something short in the car. Um, for those of you worried about both sound quality and about your roommates or neighbors hearing you, 
Your closet or wardrobe is the erotic audio performer's best friend, especially with clothes in there. It creates a great little sound booth that will prevent noise in your audio and will go a long way to muffling the sounds that you might be making. I would avoid the shower or the bathroom. The acoustics are just too, they're just too bad. But also remember, again, you don't have to do man sounds or moaning or anything like that. You can always start by recording a script that's more sensual, um, more poetic maybe, or something just designed to turn a girl on without you having to make a lot of noise. So while someone might hear you recording something, they won't necessarily think it's sexual. Okay, next one here. You don't have a good mic. Well, that's easy. You don't need one. Most people don't care that much about sound quality. Um, you can use your phone or your laptop mic, and you can get fairly decent sound, especially if you do go to the trouble of recording it in the closet or the car or somewhere a little more quiet. As long as your volume is high enough to hear and low enough that it doesn't pop some eardrums, <laughs> you'll be fine. Maybe later, once you've decided that you want to keep recording, then you can look into options for getting a better mic and... You can get a fairly good one for under $100, but for now, don't let the lack of audio equipment stop you. If you doubt this, just ask yourself if you would stop listening to a favorite female performer just because her audio wasn't as crisp and clear as someone else's. It might be nice if her audio sounded more professional, but it's by no means a deal breaker. And there are people around who know a lot about sound editing and have volunteered to help if that's important to you. And there are also tons of tutorial videos on YouTube to teach you how to use the free software Audacity, which more than suits the needs of, of amateur audio. Okay, this was an interesting one. If erotic content is illegal in your country. This is why I love interacting with listeners. This is one of the eye-opening things um, that I hadn't even considered. It goes without saying that if erotic content is illegal where you are, you are most definitely off the hook. Don't worry about it. Keep yourself safe no matter what. There are VPNs that can mask your location, but I wouldn't risk it. If I lived in a place that made pornography a, a punishable offense, I wouldn't risk it. So the next point, you aren't an actor. Well, that's okay too. Most people who do erotic audio aren't actors either. Just enjoy whatever it is you decide to record, whether it's a lengthy script or just man sounds. We love man sounds. You don't have to be Oscar-worthy. Just enjoy yourself. Some people have asked about making realistic sounds, um, like sound effects. And here, I just wanted to mention this quickly because I love this. When it comes to reproducing the sound of something like going down on a woman, and by the way, it doesn't matter if you've done it in real life or you haven't, here's what you do. Go get a peach. The juiciest peach you can find. Then eat that peach. <laughs> I mean, really savor it. You know, lick and suck and go crazy on the peach. Make little soft noises of pleasure while you do it. That's it. You'll get some vitamin C and probably cause a few orgasms. So it's win-win. Okay. Um, you don't know how to stand out amongst other artists. Well, there really is no overnight success, as they say. If your goal is to become popular on any given site, then you have to realize this is a long-term goal. Don't give up after a week because you think you're not popular. You have to give people time to find you and get to know you. And it does take a while for everybody. 
It helps if you are more active in the community that you're posting in, as I said. But also, think about ways you can be a bit more memorable to the group. For example, you might want to choose a username that can be easily made into a nickname. It makes it easier for people to start kidding around with you if they can call you by nickname instead of having to type out 9837373, you know, or so, <laughs> something like that. The easiest ones, as users like Tom Like a Bomb and Naughty Fred and Samuel Enderby can attest, are ones that can be easily shortened to names like Tom, Fred, and Sam. Same with things like Tippy Hadron Collider, which is just fucking awesome. I love that name. Or uh, Anonymous E. Um, Tarkus Trooper, she gets called Tark. I get called Eve. I call Mr. Tinkles Tink. And call me V, just, well, V. And, <laughs> you know, there are all kinds of nicknames people use for others. So maybe think about this kind of thing when you're choosing a username. This isn't a requirement, of course. You can choose anything you want. It's just something to keep in mind. Also, this is kind of related. If you have started posting because of one specific person or one of her audios, it's certainly okay to say so, but be careful about making it seem like this is just a private little affair between the two of you. I've seen posters who make it so clear that they are into one person so much <laughs> that it's like they don't even register that other people exist. And while that can be very flattering and fun for the girl that he's into, it makes others a little less likely to listen, I think. I'm not sure why. It maybe just feels a bit voyeuristic or something in a way I can't quite articulate. But if I see a post saying response to so-and-so's audio um, and it's really kind of over the top, I won't listen. It just feels too private to me. I think a better idea is to maybe make the title and tags more general. And then in the description, you can say, this was inspired by so-and-so or thanks to so-and-so for inspiring me to record this, something like that. Okay, and the last point, you feel embarrassed about recording sexual content. One of the questions was, what if I say something really fucked up? And I have to laugh. I mean, have you, have you been to GWA <laughs> and, and Literatica and places like that? Have you been there? People write and perform the most outrageous stuff there all the time. There is no way you should feel embarrassed by some outburst during the moment of bliss. And don't worry about sounding masculine. You know, a lot of people make all sorts of sounds when they're in sexual ecstasy. It's not going to be a problem. It's the same with feeling foolish. If, you know, people have said they might feel foolish sitting in a room talking about sex. Well, it wouldn't be much different than if you were talking to a partner. So if that doesn't bother you, then recording it shouldn't bother you either. The point about erotic audio is that it's mostly about you. So many of us who have discovered and now love erotic audio come from a history of not feeling wanted desirable, socially accepted, that sort of thing. Many of us have suffered years of feeling like we were on the outside looking in, so to speak. Like um, love and sex were for other people, not for us. Whether it's our looks or our shyness or whatever else we think is the problem, so many people have suffered with the belief that they aren't sexy. And the beautiful thing about erotic audio is that it will show you how wrong you are if you let it. The first time you post something sexy and you get a comment or a PM from someone who praises it, you're going to feel 10 feet tall. You're going to feel like finally you're, you know, part of the club. Imagine what it will feel like to make an audio 
and have someone call you sexy. You, the one who never thought anyone would find you sexy. You're going to love being appreciated and accepted for your desires and, and being treated like a sexual person. And the more you do it, the more you're going to start seeing yourself that way. The more it's going to start feeling right and making sense that you are sexy and desirable just the way you are. Because I promise you, you really are. Your voice, your presence, your sexiness, your gorgeous sexuality, they are all very, very welcome. I have heard from so many people who have said that erotic audio has changed their life. Both women and men have, have said that doing this has opened them up. It's um, unlocked them, showed them a side of life that they never thought possible. It's made them more confident, happier, and more able to envision the future with sex and love in it. Um, whereas maybe they couldn't have before. It's helped with body image problems, low self-esteem, loneliness, and even even healing past sexual trauma. So it's so good for you. It's going to be an amazing thing you do. And your voice is very, very welcome here. But since you might not believe it, just because I say it, I've invited some of the finest ladies of erotic audio to add their voices to this appeal. So let them tell you in their own words how much they want to hear you. Mm -hmm. I would like to hear all the men record. I wish there were more men recording on GWA. Please come out of the shadows, shy boys, and record for us. You know, I think it would be really great for more guys to start recording for GWA. Erotic audio is just so sexy, and girls love hearing a man in pleasure. So, as Shia LaBeouf would say, just do it! <laughs> Please record for us. We would absolutely, absolutely love to hear you, and we would more than welcome you. Please join us. Now this kind of advice I like to give out is don't be afraid to get crazy. Don't be afraid to lose yourself when you're making an audio. That's the most important thing. Don't be shy, boys. We'd love to hear the sound of your voice. Hello, men of the internet. Yes, there are women on here. And yes, we want to hear you. We want to hear you on scripts. We want to hear you on rambles. We want to hear just the sounds of you having fun with yourself. So please verify and post for us. To anyone who's, you know, been really thinking about this, but just has concerns about whether there will be someone who will like your voice or um, your accent or your whimpers or anything like that. I have to tell you the answer to all those questions is yes. There is going to be at least one person, if not dozens, if not hundreds, if not sometimes thousands of people out there who actually really, really, really like what you have to offer. And they're going to comment and they're going to tell you that and they're going to send you private messages to tell you that and you're going to feel really good about it. Um, really, every little thing that you might dislike or, or criticize about your own voice or your own sexuality, I promise you that there's so many people out there who like that very same thing. Just think about it. If you would like hearing it from a girl, then she would like hearing it from you. Get yourself verified. You know, just take that 10 seconds to introduce yourself by your name and say the date and 
um, get that posted. And I promise when you see even just like the reactions from the verification, that is going to really encourage you to keep posting. Everyone is someone's turn on. Give yourself a chance to be somebody's fantasy. Record something for us. So that's it for this week. I'll be back again next week, hopefully. Hopefully on Sunday with a new episode. Thanks for joining me, as always. And uh, until then, stay cozy, stay warm, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>